What's up everyone, welcome to another episode and in this one I'm gonna tell you how I would invest a thousand dollars in NFTs and I know people will love this episode because this is a very common question and it's a it's a budget that I see um, frequently, right? Like a thousand dollars, that's uh, at this point is like 0.3 ETH, okay? So we're gonna talk about that and uh, as I frequently say, say there are no, you know, black and white answers. This industry is huge. There's tons of options, but I'm going to give you like some insights on how I would approach this. So if you find this helpful and you want to learn more, go to cryptolaunch.com and check out our networking groups. And if you find it helpful and you believe someone else will find it helpful as well, just I would appreciate if uh, you share it with someone. All right. So a thousand dollars, it's a pretty nice amount. Okay. When I see people that want to get involved in NFTs and they ask me like which budget they should have, I, I tell them there is no right budget. Uh, you, you can adapt the budget uh, to different NFT collections. If you have 500 bucks, there's NFTs for that. If you have a thousand or $10,000, there's NFTs for that. And if you have six figures, seven figures, obviously there's NFTs uh, for that. So. The first, b before we dive into the question, I believe it's very important to to have uh, to clear out that in the beginning you want to kind of like uh, play it safe and stay conservative because you don't have the knowledge and the experience that other collectors might have because they have been seeing the same collections and the industry as a whole for a long time now. So they can see what is good, what is not good. They can identify patterns. They can they can uh, figure out when a collection has a lot of potential versus one that is just a random derivative that has, I mean, little value. So experience is key. Experience and, is, and skills and knowledge, like all these things are key for you to make better decisions. And in the beginning, you don't have that. Unfortunately, you might have the capital, but you don't have all that experience. Um, and the experience is, I believe, the most important thing. Right. Because if you have experience, you can take a small amount of ETH and convert it into a big amount. And I have seen it many, many times. But um, if you have a lot of capital, but you don't have experience, then you, you can expose yourself to massive amounts of risk and a lot of and a, a big loss of capital. So the first concept is when you're starting out, uh, you know, just acknowledge that you don't have the experience and the skills. So start slowly don't rush it there is literally no rush like you can just uh you know you can say okay i have this one thousand dollars i'm on investment invest them over a, a period of 30 days or 35 days or 40 days right like you don't have to get it today right you don't have to get it right now you can get it in one week you can get it in five days so just don't uh, feel that pressure that it needs to happen right now like stay patient and and go gradually if you want to buy it right now great but but also know like like don't spend all your money like in the first day uh because if not you can make bad choices so stay conservative um and number two is in the beginning i would diversify right i would diversify because you minimize risk and since you don't have the experience and knowledge to identify that one opportunity that is going to be the home run, then it's better to, to diversify for several reasons. You, you minimize risk, right? 
and, and you also gain experience in different collections. So when you put money in, in collection one, two, and three, you in a way get three times the experience because every collection is different. Maybe you bought a PFP, a profile pick collection, and that gave you PFP experience. Maybe you bought a utility-based collection and then another historical collection, and that, that gave you uh, experience in, in multiple segments of the industry, right? Which I believe is very valuable. And if you just bought in, if you just bought one NFT, then uh, you you gain the experience from that purchase individually, but not from two or three, right? So I I, I do believe in the concept of not selling the winner to buy the loser. What that means is to like when you have something like very clear um, and and you can see the potential. Like sometimes it's better to go harder right, to not diversify because the opportunity is clear. Like for example, Apple, it was kind of clear that it was gonna be the winner, um, Facebook and, and, and Netflix and some other things. And people that went harder in those made the most money. So sometimes diversifying is not the best option when you have the experience and the skills and you know how to identify something with that's gonna be the winner. Um, but in the beginning, I think that diversification gives you more experience, much more knowledge and minimizes risk. OK, so we talked about staying conservative, patience. You don't have to buy it right now. And when you do use your budget to diversify a little bit and later on, you can become more aggressive into specific collections. That's kind of like what I did. I started buying multiple NFTs and eventually I figured out the ones that I believe are going to be the winners and I invested in those. Um, so yeah, I don't have thousands of NFTs, but I believe that the ones that I, are, that I have are going to be um, at least a part of them are going to be the winners. So how would I invest 0.3 ETH, which, is, which at the time of this episode is $1,000? Well, I would probably buy three NFTs, right? One at 0.1, one at 0.1 and one at 0.1. So around 300 bucks each. And I would buy... I would probably buy of those three, I would buy two that are stable and one that is like to multiply ETH, right? What I mean by that is that it, it might be a little bit more risky, the third option, but it allows, but it has more upside than the historical one because it's something new. It's something that can go up faster. So, so I would build um, a solid base of two NFTs, two historical NFTs that might be boring right now and I can get them at really good prices because they're boring. So I would get a solid base of two NFTs. And at the third one, I would buy something that is not necessarily extremely risky, but that is more risky, right? And I have, um, that is more risky than the historical one. And I have more upside there. So I give myself both options. I give myself some long-term holds, which I can just hold and um, hopefully they will appreciate over time. And I don't worry about the price and I just chill them like they just chill there in my wallet and that's it. And I keep them there. And then I have like this other pick, which I believe has a, gr a good opportunity to go up and I can enter at 0.1 ETH or 0.008 ETH and, and, uh, and get it to 0.15 ETH or 0.2 ETH or 0.3 ETH or 0.7 ETH. And that one, I can sell it and then buy another one and sell it and buy another one. So this third pick, I would probably use it for like a little bit more like short term, medium term flipping. And the other two picks, I would keep them as, as long term. And I like that uh, setup because it gives me peace of mind that if the third, if something doesn't go well with the third NFT, 
I can I still have the other two, which are historical and historical NFTs. Um, human behavior is, you know, people like to collect old stuff and the older it is, the more valuable it becomes. So I believe that over time, those two are like quote unquote safe um, options. And the, the other one is like, if it, if it goes wrong, like, uh, like in mentally, you gotta be prepared for the third one to be like, go to zero. But if, if it goes wrong, I mean, I still have the other two, which are solid. And if it does great, then awesome. I have my two and this third one did great. So I can now keep accumulating more ETH with this third one, right? Um, there are still, historical NFTs at 0.1 ETH, right? So we, we said that the first two, uh, so if we buy three NFTs with a thousand dollars, that would mean that each NFT would be like 0.1 ETH because we have a total of 0.3, which is a thousand dollars. So the, some people might ask like, okay, are there NFTs that are historical and the price is 0.1? And the answer is yes, they're still at this time. Uh, I don't know if, <laughs> if this is gonna uh, continue being like this because they keep appreciating over time. But right now there's still some picks at around 0.1 ETH. Um, some things that come to my mind uh, at this point are uh, Ether Tulips, uh, Crypto Bots around that price, uh, Crypto Crystals. What else do we have? Um, crypto Strikers, I believe. Um, uh, da, 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 da. Yeah, I think like those are those are some I need to look at at other ones. Uh, Sue squares are at point one. Um, they don't get much attention, but but they're historical first ERC seven twenty one project. So I just mentioned four or five that are at point one ETH or so, and right now they're pretty liquid. It means they don't get a lot of activity, a lot of sales. And when it ha when this happens, you can send offers and get them under the floor. So I, I said that these are close to point one ETH. If you're patient, that's why I mentioned the first, like the patience thing. If you are patient and you give it one week or two to send offers, send offers, send offers under the floor, then you might get them instead of at 0.1, you might get them at 0.07, right? I said that, I see that all the time. So instead of getting it at 0.1, you get at 0.07, you avoid paying gas fee because uh, if you send an offer and it gets accepted, you don't have to pay gas fee, the seller pays it. So you save the gas fee and you get it under the floor, right? So I would, the first two NFTs, historical NFTs, I would make them historic. I would be, I would choose historical. I would choose the cheap historicals and I would send offers under the floor and wait, right? Like some people get in, like they um, get frustrated. Like they send an offer, doesn't get accepted. Send an offer, doesn't get accepted. Three days, four days, five days. On day seven, it gets accepted. So I would stay patient. I would send the offers, get the first two under the floor. That way I have immediate profit, right? Because if you buy it at 0.07 and the floor is, is 0.1, you instantly made that profit because now your NFT that is worth 0.7, uh, sorry, 0.1, you, you got it for cheaper than that, right? So I would do that with the first two. And the third one, I would look for things that are, that are hot. I would look for things that are coming out uh, or maybe that are not coming out, things that already came out, but that are that have potential. There's so many of these. I don't want to like just start throwing options. There's so many of these, and by the time you're watching this, it's most likely gonna be very different, right? So the the picks that I uh, mentioned before, it might be the worst time to buy for you. Like literally, if you're watching the if you're li watching this or listening to this, and I just told you those options, you might be buying the pick 
by the time you're watching this. So you got to go and study them and see their, when they're up, when they're down. And based on that, uh, decide, right? But don't buy what I'm talking about here because you might be buying the absolute pick and you're going to lose all your money, okay? <laughs> so those are examples. Go check them out and see their activity and, and, and study more. A third one, I'm just going to use an example. I'm not telling you again, it's a good time to buy because actually it went up frequently. But there's a cool project that I was checking um, called uh, Goop Dudes, right? And actually, uh, let's see what, what is the floor right now. But I was checking this project and I, I bought a, a few of these because this project was under 0.1 ETH actually, um, like seven days ago. And uh, let's see, I'm just, I'm just loading here. Okay, yeah. So this was under 0.1 ETH. It's currently at 0.22, right? 0.22. So that's over a 2X. And, and this project, uh, like, it's really cool because the artist has been drawing this since 2017. So it's been, he's been like drawing these figures for five years. And it's until now that he actually does something with them. And they're like, they have a, like, like a lot of diversity and like a lot of traits. And it's just a, a cool collection, uh, high risk, but it's one of those that you could use the third, uh, the third purchase, right? So this one was at under 0.1, or even if it was at 0.1, maybe you could have gotten one of this and now it's at 0.22, maybe you can sell it now. And now you can take this 0.22 and buy two. NFTs. Now you have four, two historicals, two that maybe are a bit more uh, higher risk. Or you could do, or you could wait for this to keep going up if it keeps going up. And when it does, maybe you can get a courier card, which is a 0.35, which is like a thousand dollars. And now you have two cheap historicals, you have a courier, and you have three historicals, right? Um, and then you keep growing your portfolio, growing, 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 growing. I wouldn't go and spend a thousand dollars in just one. Like for example, my Curio cards, uh, I, I believe the floor is like 0.35. It's a little bit over a thousand, like a thousand one hundred. But I wouldn't make my, my first, I mean, that's a good pick in my opinion, because it's very historical first art NFT project on Ethereum, but I wouldn't use the whole thousand dollars on that because you're left with only one NFT, which you either have to sell or keep, like you cannot play around to multiply ETH. So you just have to wait until that appreciates and sell it hopefully at the right time. And if you didn't sell at the right time or, or whatever, you, you only have one option. But if you, that's why I'm, I'm telling you, like I would buy three because that way if one goes up, you can sell it, you can still keep two and, 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 and start accumulating it that way um, until you have a good amount, amount to maybe get a, like a blue chip NFT or something that has more value. Because I'm telling you, like when you have these more expensive NFTs, the compound effect is just massive. I mean, the, like when when the NFT market as a whole goes up like 15% in one day, then these blue chip NFTs, the expensive ones, we're talking about tons of ETH. Like one collection went up by three, the other one by seven, the other one by two, the other by, by one. And one day out of nowhere, if the day was good, you made 15 ETH and you, you didn't do anything. So this more expensive collections that have more established value, like eventually you want to get there because it just massive, massive leverage and a compound effect. And it's also kind of like more safe uh, because they're more established. But anyways, that's another topic. That's how I would do 
that's how I would invest a thousand dollars. Not necessarily in the collections I said, those are examples, but that's kind of like the thought process, uh, diversifying, uh, staying patient, um, having a, a bag of long-term picks and one or two that are like short-term multiplying ETH and then just keep learning, keep learning. And by the way, this might be, you're listening to this several years later, the strategy maybe had changed by then, but I don't know, this is what I would do right now. Um, and uh, yeah, that's basically it. I hope you found this helpful. If you did and you want to learn more, go to cryptolaunch.com. Uh, check out our networking groups. I'm sure you're going to find them super freaking helpful, just like all the members. These are high quality premium networking groups for people that are very involved, for people that want to get feedback before they make their decisions. Like, hey guys, I was thinking about buying this historical NFT for, at this price. Um, I, I had seen the activity and based on what I have seen, I think this is a good price. Any thoughts? And get a second opinion, get feedback just saves you a lot of ETH in the long term and makes you a lot of ETH if you make the right choices. So go to CryptoLaunch.com, check out the groups. If you believe they are a good fit or they sound good, just schedule a call and, and we'll talk. Apart from that, I appreciate you listening to these episodes and I'll see you in the next one.